I'm Joshua Potts, Mr. Possible, always with the brother with the same mother, Aaron Potts, Super Hot Potts, and your favorite two black runners coming at you every single two black two. Yes. I messed that one up a little today, y'all. But this is one for the real ones. We haven't done one for the real ones in such a long time. For real. Well, we haven't titled just one for the real ones. And, like, I don't even think any in 2021, to be honest. But, like, the last time we did a podcast that was strictly just us the entire time was September 21st. That's wild. And like we're December 11th right now. And so the fact that we're giving you guys this, this is really like for the real runs, for the day one homies, give you guys a little bit of the state of the running room report, state of the union report for yes, a sir. second. Yes, sir. Go through recap like our past three months. We've done a lot of interviews and a lot of recaps and stuff. So to just kind of just t speak from the heart of what we're really feeling about the running room report and what we've been doing. It's been a really exciting time. And then, um, after that, we're going to dive into some running news to just round it out because things have been crazy for sure. Things have been crazy in the running world. Man. Definitely in the running world and just in our individual lives. Yeah. I know for me, the month of November was like a blur. The month of November was a blur, um, but it was also like very transformative. Um, yeah, I feel like I, I'm stepping into my purpose a little more, getting to know myself a little more and know what I want and what my, my focus is narrowing. And that's exciting um, for myself just as an adult, but just, you know, also I feel like for running report yeah. in general too, it's, it's, it's really exciting. And like always, man, I just gotta say, I'm, I'm just grateful. I'm just grateful for everyone that has tuned into this podcast and has shown love and genuine support when you, we see y'all at meets and, you know, I'm going to, we're at Cross Champs. People are coming up to me. It's like, oh, I love your podcast. I love your podcast. People want to interview. And yeah, no, that stuff feels good. And I'm really grateful for that. And like, one thing I think about Joshua is like, bro, this year we went to, we traveled to Oregon. We traveled to New York. We traveled to Kansas. And we went to the Prefontaine Classic and the New York City Marathon. Those are two of the biggest events that happen every year in the track and field world. And it's because the real ones that listen to this podcast and really support us. Like, yeah, that's freaking crazy that we started this about two years ago to the dot now. And like, we, we we've had these opportunities. Like it's crazy, bro. No, it really is. It really is. And excuse Aaron's rambling, too. We've just been up all day. We, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. we just got back from East Bay Nationals down San Diego. We left this morning, like, at 7.15 a.m. Just got back, what, like, at 8 o'clock or so. So it's been a long day for sure down in San Diego. It was a fun day, though, doing the baton talking things and everything that you said. But to just reiterate what Aaron said, like, it really has been a blessing this year like everything that we've been that we've done like i don't this is one of the greatest years of my life like no cap and like this the seed that is coming to end just excites me like it doesn't make me sad or anything but just excites me for what's going to happen in 2022 and the opportunities that are just around the corner like that's been the main word for uh in 2020 in 2021 it's been opportunity and the opportunities that we've been 
getting from just being like like I said, like the proof is in the pudding, bro. Like we we I think the stuff we do is good. So like if you guys are liking what we're listening to right now, bro, leave a review. But yeah, this is how the podcast is really gonna be on this episode. Really just talking and just talking. So just sit back, relax, chill with us because we got a lot to say. We haven't got to talk to you guys in a minute and that's pretty much how it's gonna go for this one. But Aaron, how do you just feel about well, I know what I think we'll talk about a little this more and go in deep in depth of this like like our first podcast of 2022. But how do you just feel about like the state of running report right now and just what we built with two black runners? Bro, I feel really good about what we've built in the past two years. And I think it shows in the opportunities that we have. And, you know, me, like I'm a really big like I'm in marketing like type of person. But my main thing was when we first started the brand or started the running report was for people to understand the running report because, like, it's deeper than just me and you. And I think we're seeing the track and field, what's going on with all these changes. Like, to me, the running report is like a movement, you know. It's a movement to change how the sport is viewed, to make it more mainstream, to make it more entertaining, to make it more diverse, um and culture and gender and everything and i just feel really like grateful to be a part of that movement and to when people tell me that like we're associated with that movement we're mm-hmm. we're the one of the people that are on that wave and even also i didn't even touch on this like there's so many throughout our journey so far i've met so many amazing black tastemakers in the game behind the scenes so for people to tell us that too, that we're we're like one of those people and we're a part of that getting invited to things like, bro, like I feel amazing about what we're doing, regardless follower count or opportunities, just being told those things, you know, that means we're doing what we're supposed to do. Yeah, most definitely. I feel like well, I agree on everything. It's definitely just like the tastemakers is just pe- the tastemakers that are like African American in the sport saying that we're doing good things, but even people like outside of the sport. When we were at Cross Champs last week and talking to one of the sound guys, and he was he was black and he was he was from he was from Boston. He was from Boston, correct? Stokes, yeah. shout out Stokes, and just talking to him, saying like, "Man, I didn't know that brothers were out here running like this." Like he said, talked about doing cross country, but just being introduced in that sport in that way, and us being that light of like, "Oh, we're out here actually a part a part of the production and stuff," and like we're doing this. It was an amazing experience to be bar, but that was really just the opportunity from Cooper and Jesse, bro. That invitation to come out and do that. Except at the end of the day, we really are like we're just two black runners. Like we didn't have we have no fantastical times attached to us. We didn't don't have all these trophies or accolades or accomplishments. We're just two black runners trying to change something in the running world and be a part of that catalyst of change. It's really crazy. And I feel like I will have I'll share my New Year's resolution when we do our first for the road ones next year. But right now I just feel like job's not finished, bro. Like like Kobe. Like I just feel like Really like jobs not finished. Is that what is that what jobs Kanye, not finished? Is that what Kanye says? That's jobs what? not finished. What? No, God's not finished. Oh, yeah, God's, but I do but feel like thing. that too. God's, God's not, not finished. finished, bro. God's not finished, bro. Like it really is. All of this is a work in progress. And I think, like I said, in the pre podcast, like the fact that we're when we had the pre podcast back in the day with uh with uh T and Matt, like all of us were still in our infancy. And the, and the fact that we're in our infancy right now and what we're doing right now is incredible because it just shows the potential of something that we can 
create like five years from now that can be somewhere totally different and yeah bro it's 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 exciting it's exciting but this past three months were really exciting bro we want to go through some of those things like real quick just to, like fill you guys in like first was going to the Inland empire championships and kind of having like our first like real like pop-up like selling shirts out of there <laughs> doing wide cross country how was that experience for you bro that was a that was a dope experience i mean I think it's important in whatever you do to like go and get those reps in because you honestly never know how that's going to pay off. Like just being there, you know, talking to people, asking them these questions, you know, that prepared us for New York City in the future. And like, you know, we haven't had a pop up since then, but that situation and learning that experience of like setting up a table, talking to the uh, talking to the meat director and getting that getting that spot knowing how to hang up the shirts like getting the poster those are all like you know you, you shout see, out emma for the poster yeah shout out to my girl emma she killed that uh that's my babe but um <laughs> yeah i just had to let them know but uh, but what i'm saying is like those little things like when you see you know the 10 you're like oh that don't look like nothing i always feel like those things come back full circle because what you could do with a little you can do it a lot so like what we did with a little you know kids were excited they loved it people were buying shirts just imagine when we get a lot behind it so i take a lot from that experience yeah and i just feel like we were able to like to plant seeds a little bit for like those kids and like their first time like being introduced to like the running report or just someone kind of doing that type of media space and that really just gave me the idea of like bro i don't want to just well it's cool just do that in empire championships because we all we raced there like all four years when we were in high school when aaron was in high school and when i was in high school like we both raced at that same meet and to be there then like the cro coach from roosevelt be there then the kids that i'm coaching too like see us doing this as well like it's it's really just a cool experience this people see that like oh we actually like we may not be like running being professional and doing all that but we're doing something from this running thing trying to change it from the inside out in our own way but then also just to be able to like plant that little seed because what last week when we went to like fire wings in our town uh like the one of the cashiers, crazy. she recognized like the RR hat because she went to like or the RR running report hat, not because that she was like knew us directly, but just the fact that she did like the Senior USD, which is the the middle school uh, track meet that we have out there. And back like in 2018, I did the announcing there stuff. And she just remembered from that little thing of that middle school thing was able to plant her and have, have her like she likes running now. Like there's just that effect of like she's not running with the high school anymore, but that effect of just liking running and being on the running scene and maybe just seeing that maybe she's still subscribed. Maybe she listens to the pod right now. So like, I don't know. I think th- those playing those little seeds and those high schoolers early on is not just good for us eventually on but i think running's always a good thing to be in bro and to be excited about to be honest most definitely and i think it's important you know too to like show people that you don't have to just be an athlete to be in a, involved in running that's like something mm-hmm. you know my my journey just career wise has shown me but like even just my experiences these past two months going to new york city marathon and just seeing all these cool things that all these people are, are doing, I think it's good for kids to see that about running too, that, you know, it, it is a fun thing. And like the fact that we're able to go back to the Inland Empire where we were born and raised and 
be able to elevate that meat for those kids and make it more fun and bring more attention to it. And yeah, and basically, yeah, mainly just like elevate it, you know, because those kids are great. The IE, like, we real deal. We real deal. We we produce. So to be able to go there and elevate the meat as, as well, like you got interviews there, you know, that makes it feel way more special. Yeah. So like to be able to do that was really cool too. And going right off what you said too, like you don't have to be a runner to keep on, like or elite runner to keep on like running or be involved with it, bro. That's exactly what we learned in our next trip to New York, bro. Yeah. Like definitely, well, well, for the whole experience, just being out there, like experiencing a marathon, seeing people of all different shapes, sizes, creeds, background and color, like running the marathon. But then, bro, like getting the chance to meet Meb, like, bro. That I like I need to edit this vlog, bro. Like I really do, I really do. But it's just been a lot, bro. We've been on the move a lot, and just been a lot going on. But I'll get it done. But like y'all don't understand, like that was that was crazy when we had that interview with Med, like with Joe Holder that's there, Mary Kane, Jason Suarez, Rolanda Bell, so many just great. Chris Chris Heisler was there, like mediating it, and Zakia put it all together. Like, bro, that was insane, y'all. I, I can't wait for y'all to, like, hear that when it finally, like, comes out. But just the conversations that we had there, I think, have inspired us to do, like, the Y Marathon and have inspired us to do even more things, like, connecting not just with, like, the elite running community. Like, we want to do, like, shows. We want to debate topics and everything. But we really just want to, like, I just want to be involved with running. Like, I just want to just be involved with the community and just, like, motivate people to run more and more and more. And, like, I think that it helps me, too, because now coaching at a high school on a high school team, like, this year with my dad. So, like, just being involved with that, like, Aaron, that was a crazy experience. Like, it's it's hard to really explain it all because, like, they don't really they – didn't, they, didn't, they didn't see it yet. They didn't see it yet. But, like, yeah. it was – that sit-down, that dinner was – No, that was special, bro. That was special because it really did – for me as well, like it changed or like, I think it gave us like almost a new way of thinking about running and it's going to propel us in a different type of direction. But it just made me like think about, you know, the name of our media, like we're the running report, like, you know, and running is just such a diverse and widespread thing that so many people do of different shapes and sizes and creed like you're saying um so it and and it was also just crazy that we were at the table with all these great amazing people they they thought they they wanted to invite us and what was the best thing the craziest thing about our most awesome thing about this table was it was a very diverse group of people like you know you had joe holder uh, a nike elite coach you had jason suarez as a photographer you had mary kane you know an elite athlete you had rolanda bell uh, a model for for tracksmith and you had these podcasters and we had some um, other t- other two other older women who ran like 30 marathons so it was all this different diverse group of people but there was something about our podcast that they were drawn to and something about what we were doing that these this diverse group of people that were all different there was something they were drawn to and what we were doing which is a great sign and you know it is I think that's what really inspired me, like with the work we do. I'm like, man, whatever that feeling is that we generate that touches a lot of different people, if we can align with more people like that and produce more shows like that, 
that's how you can really elevate running mm-hmm. is bringing like you always say joshua like when you add diversity to something it makes it a lot better so yeah on top of that you got to have the inclusive inclusivity and bring those people to the table so i i don't know i just th- i feel like we're just going through a revolution in running like a lot of things people are trying to change change a lot so it's just really exciting to see and most definitely like i feel like those were one of those moments remember when we did the uh why am I forgetting what it's called? Uh, Running Wild Black or our Black Running Conference back in the summer of 2020. And like you were doing the IG Live and I was behind it and everything. And I was like, bro, like I feel like we're doing like our purpose right now. Like I feel like that was something like in that moment, I was like, bro, like this is like the coolest thing that we ever did. We had AJ Wilson and Mario Hall like in the comments, like and everyone just like Hyping Joe, us up Joe too. Gray was up. Joe Gray couldn't get his video going, but everyone was just trying, trying to make sure they stay, they stay. Like that moment and the moments that we've had these past three months, like it's I feel like we're we're living what we're supposed to be doing in a way. And I feel like we're d- definitely in tune. And I don't know if like this is what we're gonna be doing five years from now, but I know like what we're doing right now is leading us, we're like on that correct path. And it's just so fulfilling and it's been hard to like get here and there's been times like especially like when i was when when i was at like csun bro just like vlogging like i couldn't i didn't imagine that we would be at a new york city marathon and doing this this and that and like or just when i started doing the rosie project vlogs like to do be doing this just now at 21 years old is just crazy bro like i don't know what is 2022 gonna like i i just feel now it's all like bro like don't don't really like expect anything just keep on doing what we're doing and things will happen like things will come just do what we want to do like i feel like a lot of people like they become successful once they stop caring about what other people like think about them or stuff and like plus believe me like i do care what y'all think and like what we put out like i care how y'all receive it but like it's in it but it's still hard to get past this point of just being on like bro we just gotta put out stuff that like we generally like want to do and then people however people respond is how people respond but if we're not able to put like everything we want or something that we 100 percent believe in like there's no point in doing it because doing that type of stuff has gone in places that we've gotten like to this point Does that makes sense no that definitely makes <laughs> sense bro i mean i think what's special about what we're doing is like we from the stuff that we are doing and we are initiating growth in our life because we're doing stuff that inspires us and we do things with intent to inspire at times as well you know to entertain for sure but some things we do with intent to inspire but i feel like a lot of the things that we are doing are things most everything we're doing is stuff that we're generally interested in and like the stuff that we're doing is leading to our own personal growth and then I feel like it's reflected in in the work. Mm. So I feel like if we just continue, you know, to be our authentic selves and continue to pursue, like, I mean, God and pursue growth, that is what's going to that's what's going to align us with where we're supposed to go. You know, and I think that's where we that, I think that's already where we put our faith. You know, we don't worry about I'll, we're not worried like you're saying. We're not worried about the destination. Yeah. We're we're in the we're in the present. We're not thinking about the destination. We're thinking about fulfilling our purpose. We're thinking about following God and, and letting him lead our lead our path. And I think that is why like we're seeing all these like crazy things 
crazy things happen. It, it, you know, if you, if you catch me. Yeah. Also, it's, it's too it's too hard to think about the destination, bro. When like you got a podcast next week, you got to edit this and edit Jeez. that. And then also just like thinking like next next year in 2022, like I'm going to be in school. I'm going to be in school at Fullerton. So I know especially then like it's going to be like sometimes I'm thinking about the destination, but like most definitely I'm going to be thinking about, bro, I got to make sure I finish this paper or do this, this and that just before I can edit this podcast. So 2022 is about to be crazy. It's about to be hectic. But like. I think it's hard to think about the destiny. That's when you start like losing yourself. To be mm-hmm. honest, when you're not thinking too far ahead, like if like especially back when like I was like doing uh, when I was vlogging. I, some some of y'all probably know that's very little of y'all. When I was like vlogging and doing at CSUN and stuff. Like first when we were doing Rosie Project, we did Rosie Project. Had a video get five hundred thousand views basically with the elimination mile then started doing vlogs of my own at cal state university in northridge while my guys they're at long beach and one was at rcc doing their vlogs two of our collegiate careers and we started doing csun the vlogs like started the views started going down but like i was never the view if i was looking at like oh we have to be this i have to be the next i have to be the running version of a black casey neistat like that was never like my goal like my goal was never not to wasn't to be mr beast my goal was just like to create memories and to have fun and then that kind of just led to wait like it would be cool to report track and then kind of led to you're like let's do a podcast like yeah that would be cool too and then just having fun with it but man are we gonna have time to talk about running news in this row Hey, this one, this one for the real ones. I'm sorry, bro. we just reflecting, this, bro. This one for the real ones. I really, know? I think it's important to reflect. That's what I was telling to my, uh, my, because we just had our banquet from our cross country team, and I told them like, y'all need to like take this moment right now, especially because they're high school. Because we all, we, I went, we both went through high school. High school goes by fast. I'm in college right now, and college is going by fast. And I told them like, it's important to like just sit down and reflect on things, bro. Like I feel like we talked to so many professional athletes on the pod that said that yeah i never looked down and reflect and maybe that's why they were so great at what they did you know like maybe that because they always were go 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 but i feel like the importance of reflecting is like seeing where you are at your current moment and like what you can do better but not just like in that particular no, not what we can just do better in this particular field of like the running report but what we can do better in our entire life like mm-hmm. pursuing god or in our relationships or like in work or anything like that not just concerning like the running report when we're able to sit down and actually look at the things we're doing like we are not just looking at the running report or our next interviews how can we reproach repro- approach these podcasts better or what events can we plan better it's like what are what are planning these events how are we planning these events and doing all these traveling how is that affecting me mentally in a way like i think that's where the importance of reflection comes not what you're immediately doing of how this 443 is going to get me to this next level but how is this 443 uh helping me make better relationships or connecting with more people in that type of sense exactly and i feel like you get a lot of gratitude from it but i think like you're saying like you find out a lot about yourself like we were just talking like you know, my whole spill saying like the work we're doing is transforming us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that came from, you know, reflection. And like one of the biggest things that I've taken from like the last month, like when we went to going to, I went to New York twice, like 
once for the marathon and then i got to go back with hoka for the, <laughs> yeah it was random i got to go back with hoka for the footwear news awards crazy bro i would never think i would be in new york two times in the same month insane but like a big thing that i i found out is like bro like you know the reason why i, I said that stuff we're doing is transformative because there was when i was in new york like the energy that was summoned inside of me was like crazy like the way my creativity was full was was uh fueled bro like you know big sean on bigger me says on bigger than me big sean says god talking to me like 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 i'm telepathic like that's how i felt like i felt like connected like i was getting ideas and ideas were giving my ideas were coming in complete visions of how completely thought out you know guys what's man living in the matrix <laughs> yo i'm telling you but basically what i'm saying is like what you're saying how how are these yeah. how are these trips affecting you and everything so it's like man like i need to continue to like you know lean on god but also put myself in these situations where i can be fed that you know mm -hmm. wherever that is whether that's like you know the relationships is that the people that are around me is that like the setting that i'm in you know what i mean but like you can you can be on sabbatical for so long you know, like pastors, they go into sabbatical and sit down and think and reflect and like pray and like praise and everything. But you can only be in sabbatical for so long. Soon enough, you got to go into your mission trip and like spread your talents, do what you need to do. And like, I feel like definitely in these past three months, like especially you going to New York twice in like two, in three weeks, like that's what you did. Like everything that led up being stuck in from 2020 all indoors we're all like bro we need to be at, we should be at these sound running meets we should do this we should do that and then 2021 comes out and it's like oh wait we get this trip to go to kansas like this is dope and then we're like oh we can't get stuck again because my appendix breaks can't do that much oh we can go to eugene this is awesome and now it starts rolling rolling and then in the year it's like wait we can go here we can go there we can go here opportunity after opportunity it's all like we can you can only be in sabbatical for so long and then this last stretch of the year we're able to just preach have our our version of of, of preaching in a sense most definitely and it's like all every struggle every challenge like prepared us like for those moments and got us got us to those moments bro i think back bro i think back to when i worked at running warehouse in 2019 mm -hmm. i put on a live podcast you did yeah, in the running store. I wasn't, I didn't, they didn't let me commentate. They didn't want me to do it. They let someone else uh, do it in the store. But I set up the Facebook, I set up the Facebook yeah. for it. Like, I went around town, put up flyers. Mm -hmm. I set up the stage, the lighting, everything. And now, years later, I'm doing that at Hoka. Yeah. That's crazy, right? That is crazy. We didn't even talk about the podcast. Yeah, that's crazy. Right? Yeah. I'm like, bro, like, so, like, that's what I mean. Like, what we did at the pop-up shop, we're manifesting something. And also, like, we're also manifesting something. I believe in manifestation for sure, but I believe in God, bro. Like, that, that's God. That the fact that, like, years ago, like, I was doing, I was putting together live podcasts. I think that was before we even had one, bro. Yeah, yeah, it was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it's just like, bro, Hoka asked me to do it. And it's like. You know, I'm nervous and I'm like, you did this before, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? That's wild. That's bro. wild. Sometimes you just pay your dues. Pay yeah, your dues bro. for sure. Pay your dues. 
But no, yeah, we've just been rambling for a second. I don't know if we're going to get to the running news, but I want to keep on talking about just what we've been going through. I'm glad that y'all just really just chilling with us as we talk a little bit just about our lives. I really feel like people are listening because I know, shout out Keith real quick. Shout out Keith. Like, I feel like y'all definitely just, y'all just hearing like 20-year-olds, 20-year-olds just like like experiencing life for the first time in a sense, you most know, definitely. and we just hyped on it. Like we we high on life right now, most, most definitely. And like another cool thing that we did in preparation for Cross Champs the week before and really just a culmination of like my cross country season with a team that me and my dad coach, we went up to the California uh, state meet. That was Aaron's actually first time to the California cross country state meet. And let me tell you, we are going to do something. I'm, I'm saying it now, and I think it can actually happen. Like we're going to do something with California state within the next two years. I don't know if that's going to be, but like we're going to be involved in that type of event and like that type of space. And I think that's what I want to do more with the running report, like how we did at Inland Empire Championships, like setting up a booth, maybe not selling merch all the time, but creating media for those type of events in a way. But like going up to California State was just an awesome experience, seeing Newberry Park kill it, seeing one of my kids, a sophomore, first time going to state individually get 52nd was amazing as well. But just to see the community at California State, bro, that was that was crazy. What do you think about that that trip? Bro, straight up, man. I hope my boy Nick Wolf listening. Bro, we got cheated, bro. We, we had a fifth man when I was in high school. <laughs> we would have went off at state. That's all I would have said. That's all I would have said. We would have killed that. But no, it was cool uh, to be out there. I was handing out flyers out for cross champs. And that was another time where, too, like I did run into some people that knew what we were and what we were doing. So that was pretty dope. I mean, Seeing Newberry Park, the greatest, the greatest high school team of all time, mm -hmm. you know, do their thing. That was pretty cool. And then got a shout out to your athlete, bro. Ben, bro. Ben Rippy. Ben, ben Rippy, bro. Ben. He did his thing. Sophomore made it to state, man. 1530 at Mount Sac. Bro. And he ran like what? 16. I believe 1612. 16-12, bro. Last year, this guy's PR was a 1028 in the two mile, bro. Crazy. You have to kill it. I'm so excited. Come I'm so on, excited man. to see what they're going to do. Narco, yeah. what's good? Come on, man. <laughs> Narco High School, what's up? <laughs> no, that was an incredible experience. And, like, to be, like, to be coaching uh, for the first time is really fun. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. 2022 is going to be crazy, definitely going back to school. But being able to have, like, the, just the opportunity to do this and learn uh, and be able to do it besides that has been really fun. But really kind of learning about, like, life too in a sense because having to like it's bro yeah i having to just say. like like work with the parents and then to work with everything and now i'm waiting like try to get like a paycheck and all that it's it's, it's a lot you learn a lot about life though bro because like you haven't like when i was in school like all my stuff about traveling like i did that all like in college yeah but like you're not you didn't get that experience like with like Northridge or like Mount Sac as much yeah but you got you found another way like you went to New York bro you went to Prefontaine you commentated at a, a track meet like yeah. you've done a lot of jobs bro and now you're you're coaching like you're gaining like a do you know do you know that like you're getting like a ton of like real life experience and also like bro you're emailing back brands and stuff talking to CEOs bro you know that right I know I was talking. I am talking to CEOs, huh? But no, but like, dude, you know, a part of me is still all like, bro, like, I be seeing people like, 
man, part of me is like, bro, I wish I was on the college team, bro. But I like, I know, like, I think I, I, I'm, I am where I'm like supposed to be, like right now. Like, I totally do understand that. And like, there's things that I could have done to like put me in the position to be on like a college team right now, but it just didn't work out. But it probably didn't work. It probably didn't work out for certain re- reasons, and I, and I believe that. But there's still like a part of me that's like, bro, like, I, I, I that, that experience of being on like that college cross country team and like traveling, like, I always wanted that, bro. Like that's what I always wanted, and like to not have that, I don't dawn on it too much. But like, like that would have been tight, bro. That would have been tight. Like I'm never, I, I don't know. I'm not even gonna say never because I never know what's gonna happen in the next two years. But like, that would have been cool. But this is this is tight too, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, you'll be great in whatever, wherever you're placed, right? To be honest, but just don't. Don't let that define your value. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but I think that's what I, when I was kind of alluding to ever earlier too, is that like just the, the success that we've been able to garner so far and without being like, bro, I, I like, I ran in, I ran three years in college for, uh, uh, I mean, for like a mid-major D1 and then a community college and still up my area, my running's up in the air and like, I'm commentating meets. It's not just because like the super talented that we ran on the track, but I think people just are able. I don't. People are able to. I, for some reasons, people. Some people they see something in us that they want to. They want to bring this to the table and show this off to the sport. So it's been crazy, and that was brought to that to the forefront with cross champs as well. Being involved with that, like being able, like this was the first time too that we're kind of like behind the scenes with it in a little bit of way like believe me Jeff Merrill and uh and Jesse Williams and and Cooper Knowlton like they're definitely spearheading everything but being able to be in talks with them a little bit and like even after the race as well was definitely really cool like to be like involved in that in that event and I think it's going to be bigger and bigger next year most definitely I mean if you guys had if you guys didn't see it y'all y'all need to tap in with sound running and trials of miles like we've been saying from the get-go that these YouTube meets are going to change the game. And I, we've already seen it start to happen. You know, the opportunity to be able to commentate and do sideline interviews is great. But I just think it's just bringing way more entertainment to the sport. And don't be surprised eventually when you see them getting picked up by a brand or, so, or something like that. Because this, I just think this is the new wave. Social media is the new wave and on i only see good coming from from what they're doing bro and what i like a lot about you know the running game right now on the media side is everyone is just everyone is fighting for track and field to make it better all these new people from you know Sidious mag to sound running to Trials of Miles to New Generation American Track League to American Track League like everybody is just athlete biz athlete biz go get New Generation magazine gotta give them a shout out but they're everyone is just in it together trying to make the sport better and they're allowing a lot of different voices at the table so we gonna figure this thing out bro most definitely most definitely yeah bro cross trans was really cool though be able to do those core side interviews and like to see guys run a 10k at mount sack and the day earlier in the day we i was there for east bay west regionals as well and then we're at east bay nationals today so 
Aaron, I don't, do you want to do like all these other recaps, bro? How far are we into the podcast? We 34 minutes in, but oh low key, I want to talk about, like, I really want to just talk about this high school national championship stuff. All like right. East Bay, and I'm going to leave that part in too. But like, I just feel like, bro, like high school cross country national championship, like these two weeks are like, bro, I get excited for this. I don't know why. I feel, just feel like when, when I was younger and like you, like you and Caleb, like showing me like NXN and Foot Locker, like seeing those events like being like 10 12 and stuff like made a big impact on me and that every single time like these first two weeks of december come around like i go back like yesterday two days before this new east bay nationals meet it was 10 years to the day that footsome and Cheserek raced at that 2011 meet bro and i went back and watched that and i was getting like goosebumps i was like dang bro like i'm excited These to dudes. go to east bay bro yeah they were they were sprinting they were sprinting up that hill bro that that's <laughs> one of the best that's one of the best foot locker races if you haven't seen it shout out to footsome who was at the meet being a captain bro bro lucky that's one of the best high school cross-country races ever like, hands down, hands down, like, bro. Like, I know I was supposed to do Bob Kennedy that fell down the hill and still won, like, in, at Foot Locker. Well, it was, it was like the Kenny, whatever. But, like, that race right there is, like, the battle. Best, the best battle head-to-head that you could, like, ever see, bro. Like, facts. Bro, for sure. For sure, bro. And I, I mean, Footsome, I mean, yeah, we, I mean, our brother went to NAU. That was his, that was his roommate. And like my goal at the time was to go was to go there because I think me and Footsome were the same year, so that's how kind of been cool been cool with him ever since, bro. So it was dope to just see him out there leading the Indiana team, which had like had some had some brothers on the team too. Yeah, yeah. Had a, had a brother Isaiah. on this. I shout out Isaiah. This man, Wait. this man. Find out this man's last name real quick, bro. Come on, man. We need <laughs> to get this man shout out Instagram everything. This dude, bro. He. False start. Is it, is it Sturry? I think it's Sturry. Isaiah Sturry. Yeah, he's Sturry. Isaiah Sturry. Isaiah Sturry. Look out for this. They won, bro. The yeah. Midwest won. The Midwest won. Look out for this dude, Isaiah Sturry. This dude fell. This dude fell and was in last place, bro. And got up and took eighth, bro. Took eighth. Bruh. What year yeah, is he? He showed out. He showed out. He's a senior. He's okay. A senior. Watch out for him on track season. That's all I'm going to say for him. <laughs> but, no, East Bay was really cool. And the girls race, Natalie Cook went out there, won in the 1715. First Texan woman ever athlete to win. No, te first Texas woman to win Full Locker, East Bay, Kenny, whatever you want to call it. The biggest national championship for cross country. The first Texan woman to win that. She destroyed running lane a week before by over 16 seconds. And now she is, no girl has ever won NXN and Foot Locker in the same year. She didn't exactly do that. She won running lane in East Bay Nationals, but they're virtually the same thing. Like Natalie Cook is the real deal. She's going to Oklahoma State next year, and she led it wire to wire pretty much, bro. That was a dominant performance there. Yeah, bro. She really went out there and said, come get me, bro. For real. They were trying to get her at the end, but she she basically just punished everybody yeah. in the field, bro. Like She went out under 11 minutes. You know, and I thought she was about to run like 16 something for a second there, bruh, which was the course is hard, though. The course is hard. The course is tough. And she was hurting a little bit, but she had a little gear that lasts 400 to hold everybody off. So she's going to be dangerous. Oklahoma State, y'all got a good one. And we already know Oklahoma State women and men yeah. are great. So excited Consistent. to see what she's going to do. Consistent for sure. And then on the boys side, Riley Ho 
wins wins in a 15-11 to cap off a great season. The week before, he ran 16-10. I'm, I'm sorry, not 16-10. He ran 14-10 at running lane for fifth place. He is the eighth winner in Michigan history at the Foot Locker, East Bay, Kenny, whatever, and national meet you want to talk about with the names of Grant Fisher and Dathan Ritzenheim. So he's right in that, a Michigan, a Michigan citizen also winning uh, East Bay Championship in 15-11. And he really came out like that That race was super competitive. I was rooting for Keenan Paula from the San Diego section from uh, St. Francis as well because, bro, he runs that course. He all knows that course. And he ran he ran a really smart race. He finished up second. Shout out Keenan Paula because the guy represented the dudes from the Cali in the West yeah, region. Yeah. But Riley Ho, he went out there like last 500 to go. He just dropped the hammer, bro. Like he, he looks smooth too. Like you were looking on the screen, you're like, bro, he doesn't even look like he's running fast he was smooth operator and he got yeah. the dub nice nice try for sure bro and hey his mom biggest supporter bro she, bro, she was, was going wild she was going off she's like they were rooting for rooting for him and she's like that's right that's right that's right i was like yo i'm getting hyped right now bro i felt bad because i was yeah i was rooting for keegan too i was like yo this is course bro he about to win this and then i heard the mom she she, she was she must have heard me because they were like talking about her son and she's like yep yep that's him that's him and, and he did his thing bro he really did his thing he he destroyed the field the last like five coming down that hill ran that move race. was decisive bro and a great congrats race, to him bro. yeah congrats big congrats to him and i think we're gonna talk about these last dudes and then we're gonna get out of here because they did some historic things this year and it's been all cross country these past two weeks have been crazy especially for high school cross country and what these guys did at the running lane cross country championship was absolutely just mind-blowing i'm talking about newberry park ending their historic season with a one two three finish at running lane colin salmon running a 1403 leo young running 1405 and lex young right behind him in a 1405 all under dathan ritzenheim's us 5k high school national record in cross country zane bergen from also got right behind them as well from Zane Bergen from uh, Colorado ran 14.08 right behind him as well for fourth being under that 5k time but the fact that Newberry Park went one two three at a national meet like this is this meets basically NXN that's what it was it was it was NXN bro nobody Newberry Park had the three fastest people in the nation undoubtedly yeah no yeah they're different bro like like I'm super impressed with Colin Salzman beast but Leo and Lex are, they're juniors, bro. They're juniors running this fast. So like, if they just continue and stay healthy and they just break all these records, next year they're gonna be two of the greatest just high school runners, period, that True. we ever see. True. Like, what if they both break four this year? You know what I'm saying? Bro, what are they about to run at Woodbridge next year? Something. Like, like this year, what, Leo ran like, or Leo or Lex ran like 1335? No, what? <laughs> hold up. They ran 1335. Wait, hold up, hold up, bro. Let me hey, hold up. up, bro. They didn't run <laughs> let me no 13. Sure. Let me, I think they did. 1335, bro. bro. They ran. That's not a 5K, though. Oh, no. That's not a 5K. That's not a 5K. That's not a 5K. They ran 1330. I don't know what they're going to run. They're going to run 13. Because uh, I'm pretty sure Nico Young ran 1439. And they beat that. Like, they look, he smacked that. All I'm saying is. Uh, I mean, since this is for the real ones, I've been thinking this. Like, man, what if these boys go to go to NAU and they the top two on the team? God, I mean, people can keep saying I'm crazy for that, 
But Nico came onto the team. His oh, they ran 1338. 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, 13, yeah, I mean, that's right down the street from us, so we'll be there. Yeah, we'll be there. We'll be there. We'll actually be getting coverage next time. We didn't get coverage this time, too. But I was thinking, I was talking to this about Aaron next yesterday, and I wanted to bring it on the pod. Like, this team is crazy. Like, they have three of the fastest high school cross-country 5 carries of all time. And Leo, Lex, and Colin. Then Aaron Solomon, Colin's brother, is right behind him as well. But I'm thinking of the Newberry Park greatest five ever put nico young on that team and let's have them go up against like any top five you want to name and the top five that i think one of the one of the greatest top fives i can assemble is some of the greatest run, runners from the 2010s and i'm thinking of lucas verbicus uh king chez edward chesarek footsom's Saucy, casey klinger and drew hunter that team is fire who's winning Who's winning between that team, bro? Newberry Parks, all-time, all-time five of Colin Salmon, Leo Young, Lex Young, Aaron Salmon, and Nico Young versus Lucas Versbickis, Edward Cheserek, Footsum, Casey Klinger, and Drew Hunter. I think you got to ask the first question you got to ask, though. What's the course? What's the course? You know what I'm saying? What is the course? Because I, I get it. You know what they... I don't think it matters with the course with my pick. Jeez. I don't think it matters the course is my pick, but go ahead, go ahead. My bad. I cut you off. All I'm saying is we seen like King what 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 would King Chez run at Woodbridge? What would Lucas versus Bickus run at Woodbridge? You know what I'm saying? They might be right there. You know what I'm saying? So they they, they don't they haven't ran the same courses, so it's hard to compare times. That's what I'm saying. Like as King Chess, that guy won nationals his freshman year. Put some guy like third his freshman year. And like I'm talking about in college. Lucas versus Bickus, that guy all-time great so it's hard i casey kinger drew hunter i mean that's a little bit after my time but those three king Chez, lucas and footsum <laughs> bro i don't know i don't know i don't let's know just, let's i don't know if lex and leo beating them i gotta see them what they're gonna do next year let's say for the sake of the debate like they didn't they didn't run on they don't run on many hilly courses or that fast in hilly courses because they just don't run that fast like on mount sack they don't run fast uh, Newberry Park guys, because I I don't think Sean Bronson really particularly likes the Mount Sac course. Well, he, he doesn't like the Mount Sac no, course, but like I think it. that's the reason they don't run fast there. So let's just say like it's at Woodbridge or it's at running. Oh, they what they do do? What are you talking about, bro? They ran they ran fourteen twenty five at uh what you even call it Woodward. That's no, yeah, yeah, but none of these people you name are from California. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But fourteen twenty five at Woodward though. No, that's Woodward's that's low key, low key. That's beast. Look, Woodward's low key equivalent to uh, what you call it? Footlocker. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what these guys' times are that you name. Their their times at Footlocker off the top of my head. I would need to look at those, but I'm gonna go. You know what? I, I I'm gonna go against Newberry Park. I don't think they beat any. That, that you, you wrote this guy's name down as King. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, bruh. But I think the, the best point is made is the fact of, like, they're racing like top five versus top five. That, like, we got three brothers. We got three brothers and two brothers on the team. These guys are basically oh, all brothers. Oh, yeah. That's like, they know how to race together. They work out together. They train together. And they're literally on the same level as every single person on the other team. That's crazy. 
like their ability to race against somebody else would just be unmatched and like we don't talk about like those those that strategy that much in cross country but when you're going like this is basically a dual meet this is a dual meet at the end of the day or it's like conference or league finals so there ain't a lot of runners in it so like bruh newberry park would i feel like that top five all-time newberry park team may be unstoppable Bro, you would tell that to Footsome today when we saw him? Yes, I would tell that to Footsome. Call him, bro. You got his number? Wait, don't call him. Bro. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would have told that to his face, bro. I don't know if I would have said that to his face. I don't know if I would have been like that assertive with it, but like I would have been like, hey, bro, I don't know. Newberry Park low-key faster than you. You would have probably agreed. I don't know. Nico Young goes to his school, bro. I mean, Nico, 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 I'll go to his school. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, Flitzum got a higher finish than him. Right now. Right now, he do. He do. But so what place did Flitzum get see. in? What was Flitzum's best finish in college? I think his best finish was third. Third? Nico yeah. got fourth. Oh, he right there. At NCAAs in 20, earlier in 2020. Well, I mean. This year. That was a COVID so. year. Man. That was a COVID year. Yeah, everybody in there. But no, that's. that's, man, that's you, so you're basically saying LeBron didn't win that ring? Which one? In the, in bubble. the bubble, bro. That was the hardest ring to win. <laughs> that was the hardest fourth place for Nico. Or for Nico, yeah. He wasn't in a bubble, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying. But you want to stop there? I mean, or do you want forty nine minutes? Forty wrap. Let's finish. Let's finish up with. Uh, what do you, Let's talk about anything else you want to talk about. I kind of want to talk about the pro signings a little bit. Okay. The Oregon Big Three. Should we shout that? Shout that out. That's kind of cool. It is cool. It is cool. Cole Hawker, Charlie Hunter, and uh, Cooper Tier all signed to Nike. This is the Oregon Big Three that back in the 2020, uh, the 2020 indoor championships for NCAA scored like how many points they, they scored like 43 of like Crazy. Oregon's 70 points like half of Oregon's points that they scored for Oregon's team's men's win all signed to Nike Phil Knight said on a Sidious Mag podcast earlier earlier this year that he really liked Cole Hawker and Cooper Tier so I'm pretty sure they're well off getting things done and that's just hype to see to be honest bro hey you know what I really liked about all three of these guys signings the way they announced it yeah great great uh cooper had baby king playing you know charlie hunter and cole hawker had some yay like it was fire the way whoever did that it was probably uh not not ben it was uh the dude that does the organ what's his name matt matt flynn it might have been matt flynn if that was you that was fire matt parker i mean matt parker matt parker but what i think is i mean i want to hear are they gonna get their own group you said phil knight like them Bro, I think it's bound to Can happen. Can we get a new generation track uh, club, or what's that going to be? I think it's bound to happen. I think they should. They should, bro. Should it be called new gen, though? Because what happens, like, in two, ten years? Like, it's still called new gen? Like, is it still the new gen? I guess it could still be called new gen, but I think they should get their own. Well, actually, actually, bro, I just seen, I think Charlie Hunter is with, uh, with uh, Pete Julian's Dragons, bro. Is that what they're called? They're called no, the Dragons? <laughs> they're not called that. But what's his name? On Donovan Brazier's Instagram, he was like, welcome to Nike, bro. But regardless, it's dope to see these guys. Like, I think they do represent a new generation of distance athletes, though, too. Like, in the way, Co-Hawker's a little quiet, but, like, he, he, he'll, he'll stretch the crowd. He'll stretch the crowd. <laughs> Cooper, that dude's a character. Hilarious. Uh, I don't know much about about charlie but they all seem like 
three pretty confident dudes and i like what they bring to the sport so i think that'll that'll be be exciting uh to see just them training together so that's just them it was just a picture of them training together but I think he may be with them. And that would be a smart decision to train with Donovan Brazier. Definitely running the eight, so. Yeah. And Donovan don't got Morgan, no, I mean, not Morgan. He don't got Craig Angles no more. So, you know. Well, for now, at least, you know. Yeah, we'll see where Angles ends up. And another great signing that Nike got was Connor Mance, bro. Mance to make him dance, bro. Mance to make him dance. Connor Mance signing after his dance. pro debut. Well, in his pro debut in the half marathon, U.S. half marathon, an hour 55 seconds tied for number five U.S. Crazy. all time. Was going for that uh, American record held by Ryan Hall. Was definitely off of that. But it's the fact that he's able to get a U.S. championship, like... I don't know, bro. I think this dude's gonna have a bright future. He ran well at the trials earlier this year, but just come out straight out the bat, get a dub, his first US championship win in his pro debut. Dude, we saw him at East Bay at East Bay Championships. Everybody wanted a picture with this man, bro. That's what I was I, like, hey, I'm not trying to to doubt man's to make him dance. Hey. Vans to make him dance. Hey. Bro, hey Connor, if you're listening, bro, we got you on that. That's your thing, bro. Not this man's zone. We go this man's zone, bro. So I mean, no man's zone. Hey, no man's zone. Okay. Hey, they know, <laughs> bro. Hey, man. No, they said the people call it the man's zone. He takes them into the man's zone. That's oh what no, say. no, no, no. He, I like vans to make them dance. We got you on that, but bro, this dude. I mean, I feel like people are gonna try to make him to like the new like Galen or something. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like people, I didn't know this. Me, he had this many high school fans, bro. Like. We were trying to like, we've been trying to like talk to him, get him on the pod, which I think will happen. We're, we'll make that happen eventually. But like, he was so busy, like, you know? I was like, dang, bro, I gotta let the, he just dude's a man of the people, bro. I, he's probably signed about 30 autographs. Bro, that's what happens when you win two NCAA cross country championships in the same year. This dude don't lose, bro. He don't lose. He don't lose. Well, that's kind of all I got, Aaron. I'm kind of tired out, bro. Like, we, we talked a lot. We, we spread our heart out in this. That's true. You know, you feel me? Like, that's true. We'll talk about, if you want to hear more about the other stuff, we're going to talk about, like, Grant Holloway versus Rod Benjamin, World Athletics, World Athletics Athlete of the Year. If you want to hear about Tyreek Hill, talking about Usain Bolt, like, a whole bunch of other stuff and all the other things that have been happening from BU as well. We started this new podcast, Running Report 15, and just a 15-minute podcast every single Monday and Friday, giving you guys the most recent running news in just a quick little 15-minute section. I, I, I honestly look at it like a newsletter, like a newsletter every single Monday and Friday that you can just pop into your ears, 15 minutes of just the hottest running news. I'm hosting it right now. I want to rotate, definitely host, going into like... The new year and everything like aaron to jump on yeah, yeah. some other of our friends to jump on too in the podcast just for a way that we can practice and just keep on putting in the rhythm but then this is a good tool for you guys to be able to keep you up keep yourself up on all of the recent running news or some running news that you may not have even heard about or i like i have a segment on there called running news i care about just things that i like to talk about that you may not care about but definitely interesting to me so y'all should check out running report 15 it'll be down in the show notes below also vlogs we got vlogs coming soon bro and really like we really need y'all to hop on the youtube like we really trying to get this youtube popping bro <laughs> so it's the real ones like if you can you know just go give a thumbs up on a youtube video or something hey, we're trying to we're trying to go up on youtube next year so 
go ahead and check that out. But I'm excited with the vlogs we have uh, coming. RR15, you're just going to see us collaborate with a lot of more people this upcoming year. You know, we're going to really be establishing that way. That's one of the big goals. Um, but I don't really got nothing else. Yeah, that's all I got. Shout out to all the real runs for listening this far, bro. Like, we really do appreciate you. And, yeah, bro, check us out on everything else with Running Report 15. Check out the YouTube and everything. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Y'all know all that great stuff. And appreciate all of you guys. Have an amazing, great rest of your year. And, yeah, see you guys next time. On Two Black Tuesday. Let's get it.